All right, here we go again. Aloha and thank you everyone for joining in for today's Paradigm Shift Circle discussion, whether you're listening to this live or the recording in the future. Today's topic is, is this reality a simulation? And of course, this is a this is one of those topics that I know a lot of people have uh, had a lot of conversations about already, and it's one that I'm definitely excited to be able to dive into a little bit more. So just before we do that, I'll just do a quick introduction, the Paradigm Shift Central Circle discussions. We do these every Wednesday at 4 p.m. EDT, and we do these through our Discord server where for anybody listening to this, even in the future, feel free to join in for future circle discussions. Make sure you guys are connected to our Discord server. The link for that's in the info for this video. And uh, with that said, we will just go over some basic introductions and make sure that you can also check out the previous recordings for this and uh, other circles on Spotify, Paradigm Shift Radio. So I know a lot of you may be new to this, so definitely go check us out on Spotify for more episodes there as well as uh, as well as YouTube Skull Babylon for additional recordings and podcasts that we do here on the regular. So again, Paradigm Shift Central, this is a community about bringing bringing together people who are passionate about being able to help assist with the shift in consciousness. And uh, one, of the, one of the exciting ways that we do that is by being able to have circle discussions where we get to be able to explore some of the philosophical, metaphysical topics that really ignite our spirit and open our mind. So for those of you on TikTok or on Instagram, please feel free to jump over to YouTube. That's where the primary broadcast is. The link for that is in my profile. So if you guys are tuned in on Instagram or on TikTok, that's the secondary feed. Click the link in my profile and you will be able to join in on YouTube. And if you want to join on air for the Discord, then uh, yeah, feel free to do that as well. So with that said, I'm just going to go over some basic introductions for the circles and then we'll get right into today's topic. So thank you so much, everyone, for joining today's Paradigm Shift Circle discussion. Before we get started, I'm just going to go over a few introductory rules and guidelines. So Paradigm Shift Central Circles are an intentional sacred space created to host inspirational conscious conversations to nurture our spirit and build community. Circles are sometimes recorded. At the end of a, of a circle, a screenshot will be taken to show the names of those in attendance, but you're welcome to opt out of that if you wish. We will let you know beforehand when that screenshot will be taken. Please respect the instructions of the facilitators of the circle. Please respect the intention of the space. Please respect your fellow members. You're welcome to simply listen in or to speak in the circle. To step on stage and speak in the circle, please use your hand raise button to wait to be brought on stage by a facilitator. Once on stage, please wait for the facilitator's prompt to speak. If you are already on stage and wish to speak next, please blink your microphone by clicking the mute and unmute button a few times and wait for the facilitator's prompt. Circles generally go up to the hour. We will conclude with gratitude at five minutes too. Please tell your friends and invite others who may be interested. And if you have not already, please feel free to check out the Patreon where we have our Patreon membership where you can join further into the community and get access to exclusive events. And your support there helps support the creation of these circles and other events for the community. Thank you so much for joining and contributing and enjoy. So with that said, let me just make sure that we got everything in place and we are ready to go. And yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get things rolling here. Uh, we do have uh, our good buddy Sonny, one of our Patreon supporters as well, who is in the circle. And then for those of you, uh, again, who are tuned in on YouTube, go ahead and drop some 1111s just to be able to confirm that you guys can hear us okay. Me and Sonny will get things started. And then for anybody else who wants to join in as we go, we will continue the conversation. I mean, I am fully capable of being able to just kind of, and again, with Sonny's help, really just being able to talk about this for like hours on end. So if we have a small audience today, that's a small circle today, that's totally fine. I'm, I'm excited to be able to dive into this equally as much. So, all right. So with that said, I'm going to dive into this and then Sonny, I'll pass it over to you. So is this reality a simulation? Now, this is a this is a really, really exciting question. And, and it's interesting because, you know, I think when we think of this question, 
there's a lot of correlations we can draw from it and especially with the matrix movie uh suddenly coming back into the consciousness of a lot of people with the the trailer for the matrix 4 recently haven't been released and people are talking about that and even here hearing you know some some big names talking about the idea of like is this reality a simulation you know people like elon musk and and all these conversations, it's really popped up uh, within the consciousness of the collective within the past few years, like literally just within the past couple of years. However, this concept of is this reality a simulation is actually quite ancient. This, this is actually something that if we're drawing reference could be something that uh, a lot of people would be able to um, be able to recognize it through the allegory of Plato's cave. And, and so the allegory of Plato's cave, this is this is like something that really paints the, the idea of what is a simulation. And, and so before we even get into whether or not this reality is a simulation, and again, I'll, I'll just talk here for a moment and then we'll pass it to, to Sunny and then we'll go back and forth. And, and uh, Wheezy, if you want to raise your hand, feel free to do that and join in at any point. So again, you know, in the question of what is, you know, is this reality a simulation? We also have to be able to, to ask the question within the question, you know, what is reality? And, and also what is a simulation? So a simulation, you know, right now we're kind of referring to it from the perspective of like, oh, is this like a, is this a computer program? Is this a video game? Like, what is this? However, simply put, I, I think we can really just simplify it by being able to look at it as the idea that a simulation more or less is an, an experience that one can place themselves within that isn't the full reality meaning it's it's either a, a fabricated representation of a reality that one interacts with um or it is a completely artificial construct in which one reacts um it, it, one functions within as well and so you know even when you think of the the movies like the truman show like in the truman show like that was a version of a simulation he wasn't inside of computer that we know of However, the world itself was not the full truth of what it actually was. The way it was presenting itself was not actually what was like kind of behind the surface, you know, like behind the curtain, so to speak. Um, so even, you know, you think of like other metaphors where you can think of like the Wizard of Oz and you think of like the 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 wizard in with the Wizard of Oz and uh, the way how he was presenting himself like that in itself could be thought of as a simulation. You know, it wasn't necessarily the true version of who the wizard was. It was a projection of something so with that said you know just kind of diving into this again you know going back to the, the allegory of plato's cave and, and i'll just hit upon this real quick and i'll pass it to sunny because there's a lot for us to be able to explore here the allegory is plato's cave just to summarize it again you know this is more or less like an ancient version of of what we recognize within the movies of the matrix and, and campton welcome as well feel free to raise your hand if you guys want to come up on stage at any point and we'll bring you guys up so again, you know, with Plato's cave, it's basically this idea that there are these people who are inside of a cave and they're basically stuck in these chairs and they're looking towards a wall. And then behind these people, there are lamps or, or uh, lanterns rather. And there are people who are passing between the lanterns, between the light source and, uh, and the wall. And basically the light source is casting a shadow of these people onto the wall that the people in the chairs are looking at. The people in the chairs, they don't, they've never been outside this cave in the concept of this story. And they see the shadows on the wall. And to them, since they don't know what's creating those shadows, that is their reality. That is, that is their, their reality is based on the limit of their understanding, which I think is a really, really interesting thing that we'll get back to a little bit later. So for them, you know, this idea of, of not fully knowing the bigger picture, 
the reality of simply seeing beings and shapes and objects as shadows on a wall is the entirety of their reality. However, when one of those prisoners suddenly escapes and, and he sees, he's like, oh my goodness, like these are just shadows. Like there's actually real people. There's actually something outside of the cave. You know, suddenly the world opens up. Something else is, there's more to this reality than meets the eye. And, and again, that's where within the, the context of the movie, The Matrix, this is what we see within the story. Neo is in the simulation of The Matrix. And again, the simulation of The Matrix is just a, 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 a construct However, it's not a true representation of what the world really is. Now, in that case, you know, the, the real world is actually a much kind of crummier place being controlled by robots and machines and everything like that. So the simulation in itself isn't always necessarily like a bad thing, you know, like what if in some circumstance you, there is this reality where maybe there's some crazy post-apocalyptic scenario and, and the world outside has kind of been blown to smithereens and then people in the future decide to inject themselves into a computer simulation in order to be able to, to relive live an experience that their soul can still grow through um, however this experience is, is an artificial construct of something based on an interpretation of the past now who's to say that's not even what we're in right now right so is this reality a simulation my simple answer is yes however that doesn't mean that it's any less real and and i'll get more into that a little bit later but just real quick and i'll say this i'll pass it to sunny and then we'll pass it to campton my interpretation of this reality being a simulation is pointing towards this reality, pointing towards the idea that how we perceive this reality is not the full truth of what it actually is. We're seeing the shadows on the wall. We're not actually seeing the full truth of what this is. And if you start looking into quantum mechanics and looking into metaphysics, you start to realize that there's actually like legitimate truth to this. You know, we, we, we are perceiving reality through a series of something that we can uh, relate to as like filters where what we are seeing is a is a constructed version of reality that is the it's not just that the reality is designed it's that our or the way we interpret it is designed or programmed or conditioned in such a way that allows us to be able to function within this reality so that we can drive cars and live our lives and walk through the street however if we were to actually see what this reality really is quote unquote like beyond the simulatedness of it what it actually is is something much more hyperdelic is the word that i use and that's not even a real word that's just a word that i use because i I, it makes sense to me like it's a combination of like like hyper and psychedelic it's like hyperdelic the reality of this reality is that what there actually is kind of outside of our perception when we have the the filters on when, from our baseline is that this reality is an ocean of energy is one of the best ways i can describe it if you could see this reality for what it is it actually is like this ocean of energy it's like this infinite code matrix of golden light very much like the code of the matrix However, that's not how we see it, because if we were to see it, it'd probably make us go crazy, quite frankly. So in that degree, we'll talk more about it later. Is this reality a simulation? I, I, apparently it is. But like I said, that doesn't make it any less meaningful. It doesn't make it any less real. It's a simulation with a purpose. So what is that purpose? We'll talk more about that a little bit later. Sonny, if you're ready, I'd love to be able to pass it over to you. Sonny, if uh, if you want to just be able to jump in, if you got your mic unmuted, go right ahead and welcome to Zay's Circle and go ahead and answer the question. Is this reality a simulation? What do you think, Sonny? Yeah, thanks for uh, hosting this, Mystic. I love talking about simulation. It's always fun. Could talk about this for hours with my buddies. But um, it sure does look like this reality 
could be a simulation and I kind of want to approach it from a numbers perspective. And I feel like we, we didn't invent numbers. We kept, we discovered numbers. For example, like one plus one will always equal two in this, uh, this little simulation that we're in. And so if we discover numbers, then how did it get there? Cause obviously we didn't create it. It was put in there by some outside source or entity. And that brings me along to another point is uh, like numerical synchronicities, like seeing like, could these numbers be the coding to the simulation? And by observing these synchronicities, these numerical synchronicities, could that be you observing the code of the simulation? What do, what do you guys think? Sonny, thank you for jumping in there. And, and we can pass it over to Campton. And I will say that within this discussion, you know, I, I love to be able to kind of uh, dive into examples within this reality that kind of point to the idea of it being a quote unquote simulation. And, and again, like, I don't, it, it's not even like simulation doesn't degrade what this is. Like, I think simulation is just pointing to the dynamics of this reality. And the dynamics of this reality is based on like nonlinear time and the language of symbols and synchronicities. And this is where, you know, there's this weird phenomena that we experience within this reality. Um, again, quantum entanglement, deja vu, uh, dreams. You start looking at dreams. It starts really, again, kind of like giving us an opportunity to start to see this, uh, this, this reality from, from a bigger picture. So uh, Campton, let's pass it over to you and, and, and feel free to just kind of jump in with your own thoughts, any replies for Sunny. And again, for those of you on YouTube, if you guys want to jump in on the Discord and add your voice, feel free to go ahead. Campton, if you're ready, feel free to unmute your microphone and uh, go ahead and share. Is this reality a simulation? What do you think, Campton? Um, yeah, it is. So both great points by Spidey over there and Sunny. Love what you guys have to say as always, my brothers, mother mothers. Um, yeah, this is absolutely a simulation. So I approach this in many ways. You can actually logically conclude um, everything that you can spiritually experience. And a lot of people are afraid to attempt to do that because of the articulation barrier. And not everybody is obsessed um, with doing that. So essentially, one of the main ways that this is a simulation is that given enough time, awareness will become infinitely intelligent. So we're both at the highest and lowest spectrum of intelligence. Or there can be that anyway. So essentially uh, in this era we'll be able to create a computer that's on the level of the human brain which will then be able to innovate on itself and those innovations will be able to innovate on themselves until it reaches maximum possible black and all of the energy in the universe so essentially it will create many universes in which this is uh, ex the experience locking yourself down into a 95 year shot at existence to slow down eternity and have a deeply nuanced emotionally charged and spiritually transformative experience like this so in that way, with the interpretation of the English word simulation, it kind of is. It's not completely because we are divine and beyond intelligent. And um, this seemed to be the smartest thing to do anyway, which is to sort of dilate the lens of our intelligence to have, again, that spiritually nuanced experience for the growth of our individuation of, inf of infinity dwelling with inside eternity, right? There's both everything to do and forever to do it so your life is actually inevitable um but my favorite one is obviously the the computer thing where we'll be able to create a human brain that'll be able to innovate on itself so on and so forth until 
it logically becomes the smartest thing with infinite energy in the entire universe. Hey, wait, infinite energy. There it is. There's Sonny. He happened. He's here again. It happened again, guys. Infinite energy. Um, so let me think if there's anything else I wanted to slip in there. Oh, yeah, this is a giant learning machine, right? This is a simulation to increase the velocity and intensity of our intelligence. I don't know why I said velocity. It just sounded like a cool word to say just then. But uh, yeah, I, well, velocity, actually, yeah, the, the pace of your evolution is increased by each paradox that you untwist within the deeper machinations of your psychology. Again, just a word jumble, but it really is just so fun to say. And it actually does illuminate the truths of this experience. We can unkink the paradoxes of our psychology to, you know, infuse higher intelligence into our form and emanate that outwards in whatever we create, whether it's through language or form. And uh, I think it's a beautiful experience that we can learn to enjoy, including all the suffering, which is sort of the, ter the terms and conditions for our dream, right? We have an idea of how we want to dwell within eternity, and then we run into our karma, which is a misconception about the nature of actions and consequences. And we're continually afraid to act, so we continually have to encounter that fear, do it while afraid, to ascertain the confidence of what's on the other side of our brain's ability to simulate an accurate reality. So in that way, we're always living within a simulation we're always just guessing all of the beliefs that we have about ourselves are temporary analysis of certain information that we interpret or that we allowed another person to interpret which can cause an identity structure they're right they're right they know me deeper than i know myself i need to shut down every sense of instinct and intuition so that i can conform to the laws of the apparent laws of this uh society that we live in the muck so we're simulating ourselves out of the muck and then becoming a liaison of light to infuse that into every soul that is willing, opening, willing, willing, open, and listening. Yeah. So that'll do me. Awesome, Camden. Love, love being able to listen to the velocity of your wisdom there. And uh, thank you, fellow liaison of light. I feel like that's that's like the phrase of the day for for today. I know you posted about that earlier. So absolutely, dude. Awesome, uh, Kiwi. I can see you in the chat. If you want to jump in and raise your hand at some point, uh, please by all means go right ahead, dude. And we'll be uh, happy to bring you up on stage. So again, you know, there's layers to this conversation. Like I said, this is a conversation I've had many times with friends, and 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 I think our understanding of this conversation actually evolves as we consciously kind of go through our journey as we consciously evolve. And again, you know, like, I think, I, I think it's, it's not so much whether or not this is a simulation. I think it's really about our relationship to the concept of what simulation is. And, and, and the word simulation is such a limited human word um, in, in comparison to the grand scope of what this reality is. Again, I think when we think simulation, suddenly it, it becomes uh, almost like less than as if you know it's like oh it, it's it's something inorganic it's inauthentic however again you know in the concept of, of a simulation you know even just going back to the the basics of, of the, the definition of the word uh, simulation you know it, it's basically uh, again literally just kind of like reading the the definition here uh, the representation of the behavior or characteristics of one system through the use of another system so again you know in the terms of, of video games you're you're simulating a, a, the experience of racing a car around a track. Are you actually racing a car around a track? No, you're using a system to replicate the properties and the dynamics and, and the attributes and the relationships of different uh, icons that are representing the identity of these original icons of these original things such as cars and racetracks and uh, properties and then you run them through a system and, and lo and behold it simulates the experience it's not the same experience but it simulates the experience when you start looking at this reality one of the things that you'll come to notice is that 
this reality has this pattern where it's basically like things within things within things within things, layers within layers within layers within layers, circles within circles within circles within circles, realities within realities within realities within realities. This is like a pattern that you can literally observe and you can observe it even through like sacred geometry, the way how like a the, the star of David, a star tetrahedron, like that shape, it like fits inside of itself. The the hexagram shape do, 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 fits inside of itself infinitely upon uh, infinity. And so, you know, when we think about this reality, I, I think we have to humbly acknowledge the fact that we don't really understand what this reality is. So, so who the hell are we to be the authority to say what it is and what it isn't? I think all we can do is say, you know, here's my best guess. From my limited human perspective, here's what it perceives to be. Here's what I think think it is and i think again you know from from the the human mind it can be a little bit um shattering to our ego to to think that this reality is a simulation and to perhaps uh think that we've been existing in it for so long and and have yet to fully realize it we're just like no if it was a simulation i would notice because i'm a human being we think we're so freaking special and we are 100 we are and so again you know for, for me i think that even when you start looking into the dynamics of dreams and things like that, you get into this concept of, you know, like, is this reality a dream? A dream within a dream within a dream within a dream. And so when you start talking about consciousness, you literally start talking about planes and dimensions. And when you start looking at the dream space, it's obvious that there is another dimension. And, and with the dream space, again, and we were talking about this in our dream discussion circle that we had on the weekend for our Patreon members, where one of the ways I explain it, I say, you know, like the dream space is, in my opinion, in my perspective, in my best guess, closer to where we are from. So the dream realm is actually like where we originate from or something of the sorts. And then we come into this dimension. We like kind of, this is like one reality kind of like within a, a relative like space of that dream dimension. So it's like a circle. It's like a bubble within a bubble within a bubble. And where we are right now, we're just in the bubble that happens to have these very particular dynamics and properties that we associate to uh, in terms of of time and, and, uh, and density. And it allows us to feel and to touch and to experience things in this linear way. However, you go up one, re one reality, you go up one dimension into the dimensions of the dream space and suddenly the properties there are a little bit different. So in that sense, you know, like, is this reality a quote unquote simulation? Again, I don't even think simulation is the best word. I just think that this reality is a layer within a bigger reality is the very simple way that I could explain it. Now, I will say this, and, and I'll pass this over to, to whoever wants to go next. So Sonny or, or Campton, if you want to blink your mic, just let me know if you're ready to go next. Go ahead and do that now. And um, Keyway, again, if you want to jump in at some point, feel feel free to do so. And uh, again, people on YouTube, if you guys want to jump in, if you're feeling inspired, I'm reading your comments on the YouTube chat. We'll try to read some of those on air. Uh, please feel free to join into the Discord and, and share your voice on air. So this is something that I have, uh, how do I say this properly? Um, I'm actually hesitant to be able to say this because I want you to be able to, to kind of like not believe me. I don't want you to believe me. I don't, I don't want to say this with such validity that you actually believe me. I'll just propose it as a hypothesis and perhaps you will come to a conclusion on your own. Based on my experiences and connecting the dots and, blah, 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 and people that I know that know things that are above top secret and so forth and so on, crazy synchronicities that have brought information into my lap. 
there are people within this world who hold on to the knowledge that this reality may or may not be, think for yourself here, and uh, shout out to dogs in the background if you can hear them, that this reality may or may not be something that was actually created by beings that are billions of years older than us. Whatever we are in right now is actually something that was created by beings billions of years older than us. And if you think about that for a second, you know, that may be a pretty crazy idea, but it's not honestly incredibly far-fetched, especially when you look at the way technology is evolving right now. And this is a conversation that I know people have heard before where it's like, wow, look at the, look at, look at how far we've come in video games from Super Nintendo to N64 to GameCube to suddenly virtual reality, so forth and so on. Where are we going to be in another 50 years? Where are we going to be to the point where, you know, we're basically already at like ready player one. And then eventually it's going to get to the point where, you know, it goes forth and so forth and so on. So is this reality something that was created by beings billions of years older than us? Yeah, perhaps it is. And, and, and if that's the case, I don't think that means that this reality is any less important or valuable. To me, this conversation, I look at this question as something that is lived. And, and I look at it as something that continues to open me up to the magic of this reality. Like that's the thing, whether or not this reality is a quote unquote simulation based on the language that you're using. What is true is that this reality is undeniably incredibly beautiful and magical and psychedelic and mysterious and you are a part of it so whether or not see, that's the thing humans we always we always try to understand things in some sort of like finite grasp but i think this reality literally works in a way where the truth the true true of the truth will always be beyond our grasp I literally do not think that we as humans are capable of fully understanding what this reality fully, fully is on like higher dimensional levels. We can conceptualize it, but even still, you know, it's actually like at just as we start to like figure it out, like the reality itself will actually like evolve beyond our grasp, so to speak. So uh, if that makes sense, but yeah, this reality, I think it is something quite dynamic, something quite beautiful, whether it is a simulation or not, uh, we're still here. And, and this is the one thing that I'll just add. And I said this before in a TikTok video, in terms of what is real, what is reality to me, if the soul can learn from it, if the soul can grow from it, that makes it real. So whether it's a dream, whether it's something where even you're watching a movie and you really deeply connect, with the experience of the character in the movie, very much like a simulation. You know, you kind of project yourself into the experience of the movie. You're simulating the experience of the character. The hero goes through the hero's journey and suddenly you come out the movie on the other end, just like waking up from a dream and you feel like you went through it too. If you can go through that in a way where you feel transformed by moving through it, then that to me makes it real. It makes it real because it allows us to grow. And, and so in that case, you know, like reality is a very, very malleable and subjective thing so is this reality created by something much much older than us from some higher dimensional perspective probably it probably is the 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 the, the concept of this just naturally evolving in some sort of like spontaneous organic way could still be a possibility and i think if anything this reality is like created to do that as well it's weird it's kind of weird you can feel your brain kind of get to a point where it's like oh my brain can like it almost like hits a threshold it hits the ice wall the metaphysical ice wall and we'll talk more about the ice wall in a second probably but yeah if this reality was created for a purpose what is the purpose to grow something to grow souls 
to grow experience, to incubate experience for the birth of consciousness, so to speak. So, but anyways, let's keep passing things around. Like I said, I, I love this topic. I'm excited to be able to explore more. Infinite Energy, aka Sunny, we'll pass it over to you. When you're ready, go right ahead, dude. Yeah, so I just wanted to bounce off of uh, what you were talking about, how these, if like an advanced, say an advanced being did create this simulation reality whatever whatever we exist in it was it wasn't just done just for just for gigs just for laughs you know like there is if in a very intelligent race or beings created this simulation it was it's they did it for a very a very important reason to be able to grow and expand their own wisdom and knowledge and experience what it's like to be a human and there's many like in this primitive reality like there's so many good things that we can experience here we get to experience love as a emotionally we get to experience love emotionally and experience a very wide range of emotions which i feel is pretty unique to this simulation reality whatever we exist in and there's just so much to learn here and so much to grow from. And we get to experience ourselves cut off from our infinite intelligence that we were, that we are a part of. And I just feel like it's pretty freaking cool, you know? Absolutely, dude. And, and yeah, you, you can, you can tell that whatever this reality is, you know, there's, there's definitely a purpose to it. And, and like you said, I think a big part of that is to kind of go through this journey of forgetting and remembering. So, yeah, man, like this, this reality has an unlimited abundance of, of, of mystery and knowledge for us to be able to explore. And the fact that things like astral projection and lucid dreaming and psychedelics and DMT and all these things, the fact that those things exist within this reality should definitely kind of like point people towards the possibility that, you know, there's more to this reality than meets the eye. So um, there were some people that, again, you know, I, th I think again it's not even so much a question of like is this a simulation quote unquote it's more so like also the discussion of like why are some people so desperate to cling on to a comprehension of of what they think this reality is like some people are so attached to 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 feeling like they they need to know it's like it's like no it has to be this because this is what they taught me in school and if they didn't teach me something true then maybe they lied about something else and and it really kind of like goes through this upheaval of you know it's, it's like taking the red pill and it makes you question a lot of things so i think for some people this reality won't be a simulation for them from their perspective this reality simply just is it's quirks and quirks and Neil deGrasse Tyson can tell me everything about it and that's okay for me. However, for those of us who want to be able to go deeper down the rabbit hole, it will reveal itself to us. This reality, whatever it is, it's a perception-based hologram. To some of us, it will be quite solid and static for their entire life. To others, it will continue to evolve into something much more malleable as well. So, Craig, I can see you in the chat. If you want to raise your hand and jump on stage, please, by all means, go right ahead. And um, Campton, if you want to jump in next, we can pass over to you and then we'll pass over to Craig shortly after. So, Campton, you want to jump right in? Go right ahead if so. Sure. Yeah, so another crazy thought about higher beings of whatever, um, however you relate to that, whether it's spirit guides or extraterrestrials. Um, they, whatever you discover about yourself and the nature of the universe, they already knew that whole time and were watching you. So it's like 
it's just that crazy thing. It's like every time you come to a realization, you're like, oh, they knew this the whole time. They could have just told me. So it's like we're both as this human, the most insignificant thing in the entire universe and the most significant thing in the entire universe. And it's crazy. And, and that paradox is fertile ground for ideas. And I think everything is ideas. Everything is an idea. And truth is on a spectrum, right? Things can be more or less true. Um, and that would be on a spectrum, right? So confidence is ascertained when you're closer to the truth of the situation. When you've collected the information that justifies your confidence in the idea, right? Even when you're afraid, you have to embody confidence so that you can get to the other side of the situation with the information that actually emboldens that confidence, no longer triggers the fight or flight response. And even then, that confidence doesn't guarantee you're doing the absolutely uh, ultimate thing because you'll still learn while being confident uh, by jumping through those hoops of fear. So uh, the fact that higher uh, beings of intelligence know everything means that, again, we are both incredibly insignificant and significant that we're being allowed to go through the process and we're not being snuffed out by some higher being. Um, I think the, the more, quote, uh, or air quotes, intelligent you get, um, the more loving and connected with truth you get. I think the, the, the bad aliens are super advanced in material, but haven't advanced in the, at that soul emotional level. So they could pop in and out and teleport all over the place, but why? Like for what? And that brings the questions like, wh where's their intelligence gu gu guiding them? How are they evolving? I believe for humans right now, we live in kind of a unique special oasis type place and it can be super quaint. Human life can be incredibly quaint. The, the, this conception that we have of negativity and suffering and woe is c the cultural imprint that we receive early on in childhood that contextualizes our unfolding as a social being. And not, at that context isn't always a, uh, you know, the prettiest. But once we run into the inadequacy uh, of our society intentionally through meditation, altered states and things like that, um, the more we loosen our love and our creative um, energies from the grip of collective woe and suffering and and we become a symbol an eminence of of change and what's possible for our fellow person so you only have to be a role model uh of, of love and that can come out in any uh, flavor that you want so you don't need to know a lot of math to change anything uh, you can just say hello and and that smile that you give somebody has been the culmination of every endeavor that you've sought after to develop your spirituality and infuse that into this beautiful gift of biology that we get to experience life with. Beautiful. Campton, thank you. Thank you again. Wonderfully said. And uh, Craig, I can see you up on stage. Uh, let me just do a quick, uh, I'm just going to make sure that your microphone's muting. Craig, just go ahead and just say hello. Just make sure your mic's working. You can just test your mic real quick. Give it a go, Craig, if it's working. We'll see. All right, Craig, uh, try again, Craig. We'll just figure it out real quick. And then um, I was just gonna add in one quick point. So try unmuting now again. You may even need to drop out and drop back up, Craig. Sometimes it does that. So even just kind of like leave the stage, come back in and do that real quick. And so, you know, again, in, in terms of this uh, this reality being, being a, a simulation, 
this to me it, it really starts to open up the, the the realms of possibility of of what we can actually do here within this reality again you know kind of going back to this idea of like this reality um is is something more akin to a dream space it's a dream within a dream so um again you know i i, I don't it, it's interesting because it's like it's like what does the word simulation even mean after a certain point i i, I think it's kind of if it's not a simulation, what does that mean? If it's not a simulation, what does that mean? Does that mean that everything is like much more stiff and static and rigid? However, regardless of whether or not that is or isn't what it means, the fact is, is that this reality is much more malleable, fluid and flexible. And, and that's where, again, you know, even bringing Craig up and stuff like that, I, I can't help but think about, you know, concepts within the movie, The Matrix and, and Star Wars, where, you know, we talk about our connection with the force and we talk about things like psychic phenomena and, and the ability to be able to like move objects and telekinesis and remote view and uh, manifestation with our mind and law of correspondence and law of attraction. And, and even still, again, you know, being able to, to activate like psychedelic experiences within our own consciousness through things like breath work that Craig is really familiar with as well. So, I think within this reality, you know, if we're talking about being able to kind of like see beyond the simulation, I, I think that's to be able to kind of, kind of pull back the veil to, to kind of like see the flame that's on the wall that's projecting the shadow. Um, one idea is this basic idea that, you know, this reality, like this, this reality is like the shadow of like a fifth dimensional shape or something like that. You know, the, the shadows that we see are shadows of a three dimensional shape. This reality is a quote unquote shadow of a five dimensional concept, so to speak. And then, then even still, it's like a shadow of another shadow. So it keeps going up higher and higher. And um, I will just say one thing and then Craig, we'll, we'll make sure that your microphone's working. And I did hear it before, so I'm pretty sure it's working. There's a concept called the daemon. And I'll just throw it out there because some of you probably haven't heard this. Not demon, daemon, D-A-E-M-O-N. And the daemon is basically this concept that's that's referring to kind of like the self that's the 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 true self above this self that's playing the role of this self. So it's basically very similar to when we're talking about simulations as metaphors, when you are playing a video game on your computer and you're playing like an MMORPG, you're playing Warcraft or something like that. Are you your character in Warcraft? No, not necessarily. You're playing that character. Who you are is the person who's at the computer who can get up and walk around and grab a lunch and come back and sit back down on the computer. And if you want to, you can close the game, start it back up and you can even create a new character. The daemon is an ancient concept. It's not a new concept. It existed way before video games and anything were even a part of culture. And it basically refers to this idea that there is a part of us that's basically the true self that is playing this character. And that true self is actually the part of us that plays the character between, you know, across multiple lifetimes, so to speak. So there is a lot of testimony and evidence and, and philosophy and history where people are pointing to this idea that there is a part of us that is outside of this simulation, yet still connected to us here now. And, you know, call it the higher self, call it what you want. But um, the fact that alludes to the idea that there is something outside of our realms of perception within this reality definitely alludes to the idea that this reality is, quote unquote, in something. You know, we're like a fish inside a fish tank that's inside of a bigger ocean what's in the ocean right so craig uh, go ahead and test your microphone let's just make sure that that's working okay and uh happy to be able to bring you up and pass it over to you so craig try again see if we can get that working and uh if not we'll just keep things rolling here yeah craig i'm not sure if uh maybe just unplug or plug back in your headphones or something like that because i thought it was working and uh for those of you in the chat i know uh pin oaks i know you're tuned in if you want to jump up on uh stage feel free 
uh, Keyway, if you guys want to jump up. Craig, we're not hearing you just yet, so I'm not exactly sure. Let me just double check, make sure it's not something on my end. So we'll see if we can get Craig's stuff working. We'll, we'll try it one more time at least and uh, see if we can get this sorted out. And uh, Craig, there's a little notch uh, on your microphone button with a down arrow and it'll allow you yeah. to go into the settings. And yeah, that might be it. It might be the input if, if he's not on his phone. So we'll give it one more time. And then Kristen, I know you're up on stage. We can pass over to you. Craig, let's see if we can get this sorted out. No, it doesn't. Oh, there it is. Okay, perfect. Just in time. Notice how it's just like, oh no, nope, it's not going to work. And then it literally works. So it's usually, <laughs> that's one of the things that happens in this simulation. As soon as you like let go of the potential of something happening, that's exactly when it happens, right? It's just like, oh, it's never going to work. And then it works. Anyways, Craig, welcome on stage. Dude. We've uh, we've been rolling into this discussion. A lot of the stuff we talked about before you got here is probably stuff you've heard about. And uh, yeah, feel free to jump right in, dude, and share your thoughts. Is this reality a simulation? What do you think? Go right ahead, Craig, and welcome. Wow, what an uh, incredible conversation to uh to jump in on it sounds i'm gonna have to listen to this whole thing back i think if it's recorded um yeah reality itself man i'm very much in the in the camp of what you were saying like the dream within a dream uh especially with my my studies and work with dream yoga the, the lucid dreaming practice and the idea of when you're in that state of consciousness that you know you're in the dream you're in the illusion it's constantly all around you but you still have your point of consciousness as your awareness whether you're in the dream and you're asleep or you're in the dream and you recognize it's a dream, it's still coming from that consciousness, just whether it's, I suppose, raised or a little sleepy. And then coming into the waking state and seeing the external world that we live in is actually no different. We're still projecting our illusions and our thoughts and our wants and our desires, noticing that it is no different really from the dream state, just how aware are we that we're doing this projection all the time where a lot of our troubles and our our worries are coming from and our problems just projections and that's why the self-work is always so important but that awareness of knowing that you can be aware in the dream or in this world at any point it just says to me that there is this there has to be something even bigger like is it once you've been able to master that state of consciousness awareness to flow in between these states then what what comes beyond that and how do you figure this stuff out you know i think uh, journeys with say plant medicines or shamanic experiences or breathwork experiences or whatever modalities people use to uncover this massive tapestry of amazingness that we've got called life it's just mind-blowing and it's yeah it's a joy to try and figure these things out but there has to be something bigger going on and listening to these theories there is so great and stimulating for the mind to know that there's, there's more there's always going to be that awe and that wonder and is there a point that it's ever out of a simulation like what what then exists beyond that? Like, how does life continue to advance? Is it just another set of rules that go on that you then have to, to break through at a certain point or learn and adapt and get your own growth and development because of those rules? Ah, oh, it's juicy, man. But as far as, as I am, it's, yeah, I'm definitely seeing it from the dream sense that it is another state of a dream, uh, third dimension. So the material of the matter is affected differently to in the fourth and fifth dimension with the dream state where things are so instant going off your your mind and the third dimension here is almost like a training ground for that but you we spend more of our time here than in the dream state so it's like those two simulations those two realities kind of balance each other out teaching us different things but even in this state if we're asleep and we're walking around with our eyes closed or we're not seeing the patterns and behaviors we're in we stay on that level of the simulation just like the video games we don't upgrade we can't get the next weapon we can't fight that big boss at the end because we've not achieve the level that we're on on in the simulation so yeah they seem to to be a biofeedback from each other 
And that's where I'm at with it. You know, who knows? Who knows where we're in this simulation? Absolutely, dad. Absolutely, dude. And um, again, you know, that's uh, that it, it's kind of like one of those things where it's just like, it's like, hey, what do I know? You know, like to, to, to quote, to quote our, our friend uh, Sifu Bagi, it's, it's like, hey, but you know, what do I know? Right? It's like everything we're doing here, we're from our very, very limited perception and experience as humans, what we're doing is piecing together pieces of the puzzle. And uh, again, using our interpretation, however, 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 I do feel that, you know, if there is truth to this, what's very exciting is to know that this truth is innately inside of us. It's like a part of our being. And that's where, you know, even with experiences like, you know, deep meditation, lucid dreaming, plant medicine, or watching a movie that you really, really resonate like Truman Show and Matrix, there's a part of you where you're just like, that feels so familiar. That feels, there's a resonance to that. Like, like that was, you know, for me, when I had a very powerful experience with, with DMT, and this was back in 2009, um, I literally was like walking around on a beach and I was like seeing the code of the matrix. Like it wasn't, it wasn't a concept. It was a direct experience. And I'm like, holy shit, like this is right here. And the most visceral part about that for me, it was, this feels familiar. This feels like something I've always known and now I'm literally seeing it again and I still vividly remember it even though it's, you know, like however many years later. And so I'll just say this and then, you know, we'll pass over to Kristen and, and this is a conversation for all of us to ponder and we'll keep talking here. We'll keep the conversation going a little bit longer today um, opposed to wrapping it up at the hour, but we'll, we'll finish it up soon enough where, you know, it, it, this isn't just a conversation of being able to say like, you know, like, oh, is this reality a simulation? Like that, that's a great conversation to be able to have. However, with any of these conversations, we also want to be able to initiate that call to action. So if then, what? You know, if this is a simulation, what? If the, and it's not just, again, using the word simulation. To me, it's like more so like, if we collectively agree that this reality, that this reality is a beautiful light-based holographic perception, magical machine, whatever it is, you know, like it is that it's incredibly magical, holographic, light-based, love-based, then what, what do we do within it? And so again, you know, for me, this conversation, the reason why I, I love this conversation is because it draws us back to our potential. And, and that's what I hope for. Once you begin to realize it's like, oh, is this reality a dream within a dream? That doesn't mean anything's less meaningful. It actually means that you have more potential within this reality than you have been led to believe. And, and, the, and the societies and the quote unquote powers that be, they will try to convince you that this reality is just what you think it is or what they tell you to think it is, so to speak. So whatever they're telling you, you know, look the other way. Go down the rabbit hole, Alice, and figure out for yourself. Because when you do that, it's also, again, you being able to reclaim more of your sovereignty. And with it, you literally being able to tap into more of these abilities that are your birthright. And, and these are abilities of really being able to have like those holy moments, those deep connections, those reverence, deep experiences of love and gratitude and synchronicity and psychic experience and dreaming and astral projection and breath work and all of these things that are a part of this reality that that really are your birthright and and so you know like maybe this is a quote-unquote simulation and if that's the case then maybe that means that we're only here for a limited time and maybe when we die we out we exit out of the simulation quote-unquote so if that's the case you know like whatever this is this is this is a gift this is a privilege being here maybe earth in itself is like an isolated simulation and you come into earth and 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 there are people who are waiting to come into earth there are souls who are waiting to come into earth and so the fact that we're here like man we're on the vip list right now like we got something special with us here 
let's utilize this opportunity not just for us not just to enjoy it not just to be able to indulge and and, and get sucked into the fascinations but to literally go through a process of, of awakening our own consciousness and thus helping awaken the consciousness of others alleviating suffering and and really being able to help create this better world where together we're co-creating this dream so let's co-create a better dream for everyone so to speak Chris, and if you would like to be able to go next, I'm happy to be able to pass the microphone over to you and we'll make sure that we still have time for everybody else to be able to go in. I'm not in a rush. We'll keep this conversation going for a little bit longer. So Kristen, welcome up to today's circle. And when you're ready, go ahead, share some thoughts. Is this reality a simulation, Kristen? What do you think? Hello, soul family. I'm so grateful for this space and this amazing discussion. And I'm actually really grateful at the particular time I jumped in, we start talking about dreams and oh, Brendan, with your dream, within a dream, within a dream, this reality is something that consistently encourages, inspires and intrigues me. And I think the concept of the dream within a dream, it's the most real concept that I think I've been able to find um, myself as someone that does like actively practice lucid dreaming. It's been really interesting because one of the things we talk about in lucid dreaming is like, how do you begin lucid dreaming? Like, what can you do in the dream state to be able to bring your awareness, to be able to enlighten your consciousness? And those, like some of the basic tricks, the very first things that you can start doing is start looking at the small details in the room, like look at the ceiling, look at the clock, look down at your hands, um, you know, what type of shoes are you wearing? Just kind of bringing your awareness to the physical space. And then from there, you can kind of start connecting deeper with like the emotional aspect of it. And so this is a fun little trick that I've been doing quite a while in the dream space, but it wasn't until Brendan mentioned the dream within a dream and being awake within the waking state being its own dream. And so I started trying to apply these practices to my waking state. And I will tell you all that even just taking those tiny little things and doing them in the waking state has brought my awareness to my physical reality heightened times 10 at least. So like, I just think it's really interesting when we talk about reality and if it's a simulation and how do we want to classify it? Do we even want to put limitations on what it is and how it is and what functions because really it's limitless and there's millions and trillions of opportunities and possibilities that could be out there and so I think I'd like to bring it back to that like that growth that awareness of like where your curiosity is bringing you like if you're gonna jump down that rabbit hole have fun and enjoy yourself along the way but try to stay focused on that like grounded center of like this is doing something for my consciousness. This is raising my vibration or like whatever it may be. Maybe it's bringing you more wisdom in, in an area or, or, you know, achieving a fascination of some other kind. But um, I don't know. It's interesting. There's, there's a lot of synchronicities that happen in life and there's a lot of ways that you can program your reality. And even just like Brendan mentioning on psychedelics, being able to kind of see the digital etching of the matrix or whatever you may want to call it. I know myself not on um, acid, not on, but anyways, utilizing that substance, being able to kind of see the energy channels and how everything is connected. And so it's like, for me, I think it's something bigger than a simulation. Like simulation is a term you can put on it, but I feel like it's like, <laughs> if there was a way for it to be like a soul creating this thing that perpetuates out into the world. So it's like you're experiencing something that's been created 
by yourself as a collective because you're connected to all things anyways that's i i appreciate you all thank you so much for the space and yeah i I think i could go but i will pass the talking stick and thank you all for thank you thank you chris and yeah a lot to be able to explore within this conversation and and i can feel it's kind of like reaching some sort of consensus where again you know it's it's like whether it is the word simulation isn't what's important here you know i think it's just about being able to acknowledge that this reality is not what we think it is or not what we've been led to believe so this is an invitation to really begin to open our consciousness and to open our own personal relationship with what this reality is and, and that's okay you will have your relationship i'll have my relationship and and i think again as kristen was saying and i'll just say this and, and whoever wants to go next go ahead and blink your microphone so i know who i'm passing it to next you know it, it's important that whatever we perceive this reality is, is is to be able to develop a healthy relationship with it and, and i think oftentimes there's some very powerful uh, ideas that we can sort of get sucked into and, and so we need to, to kind of find a way to relate to our understanding of this reality that brings us back to a place of empowerment and and so that's something that again i invite all of us to be able to do so if that means hey you know what like this reality is some sort of like psychedelic hyper light based matrix of some sort like but within this i can also activate my abilities to be able to bend spoons with my mind manifest my dreams and and experience the reality of this love within this present moment then yeah absolutely like i can say that based on my best guess like there's there's several things within this reality that you know, I'm okay with letting go of the possibility that it may or may not be X, Y, Z, you know, and, and this is where you start to get in, into concepts where it's interesting when you, when you start talking about simulation theory and stuff like that, and people are just like, oh, okay, you know what, maybe this reality is a simulation. And then you start putting in other other topics where it's just like, well, you know, like, it's like, well, what do you think about the shape of the earth? Is, is this reality a globe? Is it something flat? Or is it something in between? Is it something more dynamic than either? And then it's interesting to observe like our attachment, our attachment to uh, the stability of, of feeling like we know what we know. Um, however, like honestly, like, and this is a conversation for another day. It's like, I wouldn't be surprised if this reality is not just as simple as being a globe. I would not be surprised if this reality had dimensions within it in the concept of like hollow earth and agartha and i would not be surprised if this reality was something akin to like a petri dish or if there is like some sort of firmament over this or something like that xyz like any of these ideas like whether it is or it isn't you know it opens up my mind to infinite possibilities but it doesn't take away the the reality of how i navigate it here and now it just opens me up in a humble way to be able to to know that this this reality is more than meets the eye and that's a not, and there's a mystery to it. Honestly, I would, I would be excited about the idea if you know down the road or just be like, oh yeah, you know, it turns out it turns out it was something quite different. It turns out that we're actually in some sort of like cosmic petri dish. Um, on some sort of infinite ice plane and we're just one petri dish amongst a, a, a plane of infinite petri dishes and there's been other petri dishes with like other past civilizations so that's that's not even my theory like that's an actual concept that exists and and there is possibilities that it might be true so to speak but you know maybe there's multiple truths so who's to say the important thing is to be able to to keep asking questions and to think for yourself find your own relationship to to the truth and um like campton said maybe truth is a spectrum so Let's keep things rolling here. We'll get close to, to wrapping it up in the next little bit. Uh, Sonny, thank you again for joining in. I know Sonny had to be able to jump off, but um, Campton or Craig, if you guys want to be able to jump in next, feel free to uh, do so. And Kiwi, if you want to jump up, or Wheezy, if you want to jump up, feel free to raise your hand and uh, we'll put a few more minutes on the clock. So Campton, go ahead, pass it back to you. Sure, awesome. 
So uh, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. We can discover these internal truths with the subjective experiences, either in plant medicine, meditation, or any altered state you can achieve with breath work. And absolutely dreams and actual astral projection and things like that. Those are in fact also states of meditation, states of consciousness, which we can return to at any time. So essentially this physical body is the earth. It's part of the earth that you kind of picked up with your electromagnetic body or the astral body or the prana, chi, kundalini body. And that is what we slowly start to loosen from the kinks of the nervous system with meditation and breath work and yoga and everything like that, even cold showers, anything that physiologically upgrades the body will help your nerves and your blood flow um, incredibly and therefore increase your intelligence because you're able to ascertain more of the light, right? Everything is the electromagnetic spectrum. Which, which can also be said to be the spectrum of truth. And that's just the what we see in the 3D reality is less than 1% of what there is. So in this world of colors, it's also the world of wisdom and time because there needs to be a flow of movement so that the wisdom can apply to that context. The context of a continuous uh, amount of time with the central story being you, your human life unfolding into time. So all these practices, when done every single day, will slowly start to acclimate you to higher and higher dimensions of truth. You'll be forced to reconcile with all of your fears. You'll be forced to reconcile with all of your anger and your unjust pain that has been dealt to you by the tragedy that is the drama of this dense form of heaven, right? I don't, I, it, I kind of had a difficulty uh, expressing that, but I hope my point got across. Um, anyway, yeah, you're learning about the mechanics of consciousness through this, these subjective experiences. And the physical body is definitely part of this. It can be understood. You know, when I flick my arm, it hurts. Oh, there was a sensation. I, I was definitely aware of that. So there are reasonably reliable mechanics of consciousness, and it's very hard to exit this life, right? You have to kill this body, which is hard in itself. And you, well, you have to damage this body uh, so that your spirit cannot hold on to it, right? That system of intelligence crumbles. and um, yeah, so I want you guys to have these experiences. I don't want you to be afraid to have these experiences. And I want you to remember that your intent is everything. Your intent is what directs this energy. And your intent is what, like, like wiggling your finger, right, is, is the same mechanic as, like, thinking a thought. It's lighting up certain synapses in part of your physical flesh. And you're navigating your intent and energy to that area within this dimension. You can also navigate that energy into another person's mind. Hey, telepathy, cool, quantum physics. All right, we're all one field of loving energy and awareness. Sweet, that, that kind of lines up, that makes sense. See, I'm, I'm more of like a practical spiritualist. I like doing instant, like quote, instantly gratifying techniques to enhance my consciousness. That's like why I like the cold shower so much is I'm being confronted with the need to do something that I don't want to do anyway. And then doing that actually creates the neurological structures that allow me to do that in any area uh, of life, right? So getting into that cold shower will help it be easier for anything that's at a commensurate level of I don't want to, but I have to anyway, which is like essentially the majority of life. But once you actually do it, it becomes easier because your brain knows that it's, that it's easy and that your fears were sort of invalid, right? And they can only be invalid uh, within the context of time and, and color and things like that. So I wish that for all of you, you know, train your consciousness, do this every single day, group that light inside of you into a vehicle that can move outside and experience higher dimensions of truth and reality and um, just see it for yourself. That's the science. That's the way. So thanks. That is the way. Beautiful. Well, well said Campton. And, and uh, absolutely. Again, you know, I, I think that's, important for us to be able to to move our move our attention towards is the idea of like okay this reality is maybe a simulation it's something more whatever the case may be let's 
craft ourselves within it. Let's evolve ourselves within it. Let's refine ourselves within it. Let's heal ourselves within it. Let's become the best version of ourselves that we can be to be able to navigate this reality with an optimized grace and, and, and a level of efficiency when it comes to being able to interact and create and and again be able to make a difference in this world, you know, to be able to to serve others. So I, I see it as again, you know, something that ignites my passion to be able to say like, whoa, okay, maybe this reality is very video game-ish. And if that's the case, just like any other video game i'm here to level up i'm here to refine my character i'm here to unlock new abilities i'm here to become who i am destined to be i'm here to be able to reach that level 33 and beyond and to fight the boss fights and to be able to you know like quest with my friends and to be able to find some amazing treasures and some awesome like dungeons and stuff like that like that's what i'm here to do you know this reality is so incredibly magnificent and detailed and beautiful and perception based and you know i'll, I'll just say this and, and then um craig and kristen if, if you want to jump in with some closing thoughts we'll do that and then we'll get ready to wrap it up you know there's another metaphor that i like to be able to to use where um going back to the concept of it being a simulation that i that i feel fits quite well is the idea of thinking thinking of this as being uh like a like a stage play and, and this reality is a stage play and and you know like we are we are characters on the stage of life and and sometimes we do this where where we we wear masks and we wear outfits and we present ourselves and we perform these roles However, as soon as we step off stage, you know, we kind of like take off our hat, take off our outfit. And then we say to ourselves, ah, deep breath, relax. That was fun. I can't wait until next time. I can't wait to be able to play the experience of this human existence, which again, based on even like Gnostic teachings and a lot of spiritual and metaphysical and religious beliefs, that's exactly what they say. They, they basically say that, you know, there is there is levels to who we are there is like the the um like kind of like the egoic identity which is really just like a suit that you wear but then there's like the the pure essence of who you are like the higher essence the daemon again of who you are and who you are is this soul and this soul is again you know the character the 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 being that is playing these characters between multiple lifetimes. So who can, what can you do to, to not only be able to embody the character that you're playing on stage, but also to be able to, to understand on a deeper level who you are behind the curtain. And I think that's an exciting journey to know that there, there is a much bigger part of yourself for you to be able to discover who you think you are is only a fraction of who you really are and allow that mystery to kind of open you up to more of your potential as well. So, um, yeah, there's a couple other things I want to be able to say before we get wrapped up, but, uh, Craig, Craig, I can pass it over to you if you'd like to be able to go in and, and we'll get close to wrapping this up. Uh, Jedi, I can see you on the discord. If you want to jump in just with a couple minutes left, that's totally cool. And, uh, feel free to raise your hand and Campton, thank you again. And, uh, we'll be done in probably less than 10 minutes. So Craig, go right ahead. Hello, is it Mike still working? Still working. Excellent. Yeah, I think it's a big, big thing what you and Campton have both said really about that self-exploration. And, you know, there's so many interesting things that are going on in the world from different religions, uh, different stories, even that what inspires us. And um, just hearing you two both speak, so I've, I've been working with a lot of people recently. There's, there seems to be a lot of um, mental health issues, especially based off lockdown and the reality of the world that, that people are, uh, are seeing from that perspective. And it's almost just pushed my search off a little bit for my love and my interest in the mystical and in the further out thoughts that, you know, for me makes life worth living to continue to investigate, to continue to find awe and know what inspires you and moves you forward and what you want to discover while we are here for the short period of time that we've got, you know, at this 
very important moment of history in life where we are and the choices we're having to make about what we're going to do going forward and the way the world's going. So, yeah, big love to you to you both and everybody in here, really, for having these conversations and for igniting that spark when the, the Maya or the Matrix can sometimes pull us back in. It's, it's having those support systems and, and knowing what it is that you're really deeply inspired and interested to discover about life and everything you guys are mentioning is exactly where my heart lies you know and so yeah big love to you all thank you for for the conversation thank you thank you craig and and again you know i'll just plant the seed real quick for one thing that was passed on to me many many moons ago and uh jedi i can see you raising your hand we'll bring you up and then uh chris and we can pass over to you just with some closing thoughts is that you know Oftentimes we like to be able to identify ourselves with like labels, you know, people will ask you be like, oh, are you religious? What's your religion? Da, 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 da. My simple answer in response to that, and this was something that was passed on to me by someone else was basically to be able to hold the, the, the identity or the hat, the context of being a seeker. That is what we are. If you choose to be, if you choose to resonate with that, and a seeker is one who seeks, who discovers, who admits that things are changing, ever changing throughout your reality. So um, again, you know, it's kind of something that we talked about in the tarot broadcast a few weeks ago or last week, a few days ago, uh, basically this very, very powerful idea. And this was another quote passed on to me by a friend. And the quote very simply is, believe nothing, see everything. Beliefs in themselves can often become limiting. They, they can prevent you from actually seeing and understanding other realities and concepts and understandings of this reality through your perception. Your beliefs will actually prevent you from being able to open your mind to, to new realms of understanding. So not to say beliefs are bad, but hold your beliefs in a mindful mindful way. Is your belief serving you? And, and are you flexible to being able to let go of those beliefs? And can you open up your beliefs to, to new beliefs that, that again, can kind of like help you understand a little bit more about not just this reality, but also your relationship to it and, and your potential within it. So that for me at the end of the day is the most important thing. Do we need to fully understand what this reality is? No, not necessarily. Can we study through direct experience, direct gnosis, a better understanding of what our relationship is like within this reality? Yes. Whether or not you know exactly what this reality is, that's one thing. But what you can experience within this reality, seek that. Figure that out. Practice lucid dreaming, practice meditation, practice breath work, whatever the case may be. You know, these things are here for you to be able to experience and then thus in turn again, kind of just awakening you to more of the possibility within this quote unquote simulation. Jedi, we're going to bring you up on stage. Um, Campton, I can see you in the Discord. If you want to jump up on here real quick, that's totally cool. And uh, I know a couple of people stepped down. Uh, uh, Pinox, thank you so much. Uh, Kristen, thank you so much for joining in. And uh, Jedi, let me just bring you up here and we'll just test your microphone. And uh, again, we'll just get close to wrapping it up shortly. And thank you again, everyone. This has been a, an awesome conversation and one of many more still to come. So Jedi, we're just going to bring you up on stage. We'll just give a moment to be able to test the microphone and shout out to those of you on uh, on YouTube as well. Seeing you guys' comments there. For those of you on Instagram and TikTok, reminder, if you click the link in my profile, you can tune in on YouTube. And uh, for those of you on Twitch as well. So da -da -da -da. Jedi, I'm not sure if it's working for you, but uh, if it is, feel free to see if we can calibrate that. Uh, Mason, did you want to jump in? Any any closing thoughts? I know this is a this is an exciting topic for all of us. So, uh, Mason, seeing you, I'll bring you up on stage, and then uh, Jedi, if we're able to sort that out, you might have to leave and come back in. Jedi, sometimes it glitches out. The the, the simulation is glitching, but uh, we'll see if we can get it figured out. So, yeah, Jedi, try leaving the chat, like leave the stage, and then come back in. Sometimes it glitches, or next time. Okay, all right, totally cool. 
Mason, we're going to bring you up on stage. Let's see if we can get this working. And then after Mason, if there's anybody else, that's fine. Other than that, I'll do some closing thoughts. So sweet. Mason, go ahead. Test your microphone real quick. Testing one, Perfect. Two, three. Awesome. Mason, happy to be able to have you here. Good to hear from you again. And uh, go ahead and share. Is this is this reality a simulation, Mason? What do, what do you think? <laughs> Well, I saw the notification pop up on my phone when you were going live on Instagram. And when I saw the topic, I was pondering like back and forth in my head, like, ooh, I totally could add to this. And then I'd go and I'd almost like feel that like shadow aspect of myself, like, oh, like, trying to get myself nervous about talking, like, like the possibility of changing the simulation or life that we're experiencing, which I think it's probably part of a simulation, but once again, it's a concept, like it's a belief, however you want to put it. Each little like decision in our life is going to affect our final outcome. And I just wanted to come on here and put my own little glitch in the matrix for myself. If this is reaching like higher levels of consciousness right now, or if it's tapping into something that is greater than me or what we can even fathom as being reality i i want to like put my part in and put my two cents so i just want to come on here and say just like a little word of advice if anyone else like is feeling that in any like any call in their life to just follow it and see where it takes you because it could just be like one little decision that is a glitch and it could take you to places you'd never imagined so i just want to come on here and make my own little point in the simulation and level up the character a little bit it's been a while since i've talked down here so it feels good to be back thank you awesome mason happy to be able to have you join in when you can and and yeah i, I agree you know like that's the thing right for, for those of you who are tuning in right now if you are listening to this broadcast there's there's a piece there's there's curiosity within your heart and I think it's important for us to be able to to listen to that curiosity and to follow that curiosity because the universe the universe really loves curiosity and it loves the courage to be the courage to be curious, so to speak. So, you know, like I said, for some people, if they choose not to question this reality, if they choose to take the quote unquote blue pill, then they'll probably just kind of continue along and, and they may literally go throughout their entire experience, not really having too much of a metaphysical perspective on things. And that's totally fine. Like that's not less or more. Like that's the thing. Like it, it like understanding that this reality is not as cut and dry as it means to be, as it appears to be, it doesn't make you like more important. Like that doesn't change the fact that, you know, like you're equally as your perception is equally as valid as anybody else who chooses to perceive a reality from a less dynamic way so to speak because i think oftentimes like we have to understand and this is where kind of you know it gets into layers on this topic and we'll get close to wrapping it up um last call on anybody else who did just want to be able to come up on stage we'll just go through one last time for anybody else who wanted to be able to join uh, lizzie i know you're just joining us now so if you did want to come up that's fine but again, you know, within this this experience of this reality, I, one thing that was a very powerful piece of perception that, that I uh, eventually just came to hold was this idea that, you know, there are some souls within this reality that choose not to awake and, and new, choose not to awaken. So, you know, if we're thinking of, quote unquote, awakening within the dream, again, you know, it's kind of like this idea of, of being able to awaken to to the illusions over our eyes, seeing through the veil, things aren't quite as they seem. But within the process of awakening to this idea that this reality may be a quote unquote simulation, as empowering as it is, it's undeniable that for a lot of people, it can also be very 
challenging, disjointing, painful, uncomfortable. And, you know, you think of the, the concepts that we see in the stories of the matrix where, you know, Neo gets unplugged from the matrix. And within the first time where he's adjusting, he's like, he's like, Oh, I can't handle this. This is too much. I'm going to pop. And, and even in the Truman show, you know, he begins to, to realize that his reality is simulation. He's like, Oh my God, my entire reality has been a lie. What's real. I don't know what to believe anymore. It becomes like very chaotic for him, but eventually you kind of move through that process. And, and, and so, you know, it, it's understandable that for a, a lot of souls here on this planet, they will actually make the choice not to necessarily awaken to the idea that this reality is more than what it seems to be. And that's totally okay. You know, that's, that's totally fine. So I think what we want to be able to do is continue to listen to the curiosity within our heart, understanding that that is a part of our soul path that is uniquely chosen. And if we choose to do that, it will continue to reveal and speak to us through synchronicities and spirit messages and, and omens and dream time and meditation. And, and perhaps it will allow us to really begin to understand a little bit more of, of how to be able to create within this reality with more intention. I, I again, I think when you begin to understand that this reality is some sort of holographic based matrix, it, it really allows you to come back to this deeper understanding through through direct experience that this reality reflects back to you what you put out. You know, law of attraction, think of it like that. So there's many layers to this topic for us to be able to explore. And, and I think it will just naturally lead into many more conversations that we'll be able to continue to have here within this within this topic. And um yeah, I'll, I'll just create the opportunity here. If there was anybody else who did just want to be able to jump on stage for one last, uh, even just closing gratitude, feel free to do that now. And uh, if not, that's totally fine. And, and we'll, uh, we'll we'll wrap up the circle in the next minute. So uh, Lizzie, we'll bring you up on stage. And uh, Lizzie, I know you, you I'm not sure if you heard the earlier conversation, but we've been diving pretty deep here. But please, by all means, we'll put a few more minutes on the clock and welcome Lizzie and go ahead and share. Do you, do, is this reality a simulation? What would you like to share from your perspective? Welcome, Lizzie. Hey, can you hear me all right? Yeah, sounds good. Okay, cool. Um, hey guys and gals, I I I don't want to take away from not that I would do that, but um, yeah, unfortunately I wasn't able to join till just now, so um, I'll have to go back and and listen to everyone's everyone's thoughts. But um, it's just you know another uh, divine synchronicity that you guys are having this discussion today. Um, I I was inspired by a couple people within the Paradigm Shift Central. Um, shout out to uh, Kristen and Johnny Bloom. I know, um, and they talk about the the Akashic field. I'm not sure if anybody had had mentioned that specifically today. Um, and the book that I'm reading is by Irvin Laszlo, and how he describes the universe. Uh, the one word that he uses is that it's um, a holograph. Um, so I just, I think that this is insanely interesting. And as I'm, you know, navigating my journey and reading this book, um, now I'm definitely sure that I'm like an, I'm an Akashic agent, which is um, essentially ushering in um a world where you know we're more balanced between masculine and, and feminine and um and essentially uh bringing the dream of our lives to life right so um yeah there's definitely a lot to dive in here um but definitely really appreciate uh, you guys making the time to have this epic discussion today sorry i couldn't join earlier um 
And yeah, I think that those are my thoughts for now. So thank you again. Thank you. Thank you, Lizzie. Thank you for joining in. And, and yeah, excited to be able to allow you to, to, for you to be able to go back and hear this. And I'm sure there'll probably be some synchronicities with other stuff we said. And, and again, that's the thing, right? Like, like here within this quote unquote simulation within this hologram, we are the universe speaking to itself. We're just sacred mirrors. And, and through that, that circle that we create here, that gives the opportunity for consciousness to become more conscious of itself. And, and that's what we're doing here. We're bringing, we're, we're creating a circle, we're creating a round table and we're putting these pieces of puzzle on the table and we're trying to create a bigger picture and we're trying to create a bigger understanding. And, and we owe it to this world in some degree or another to be able to expand our consciousness. And with that also to be able to expand our creativity and to expand our compassion and to expand our confidence and our potential to really be able to pick and choose what we want this reality to be again you know there's a lot of institutions and programs happening out there where they're basically trying to tell you this is what reality is don't question it or else however i think once we begin to realize that this reality is much more malleable we begin to understand that there is a lot more choice a lot more freedom a lot more sovereignty and and each one of us you know we're, we're literally like neo waking up in the matrix dreamers awakening up within the dream so let us continue to put that energy towards co-creating the best dream together and and really really being able to step into our abilities here within the simulation and and inviting you to keep connecting those dots and understand the dynamics of what this means what is the what is the dynamics of the soul what is the dynamics of the mind what is that in dynamics of the dream space how do we bring things into our life what is the dynamic of frequency of the mind heart resonance of the power of emotions of the power of intentions all of these things all of these things these are all variables within this quote unquote simulation variables within the system variables within this matrix and, and the word matrix literally just means system and, and I will just say this and then we'll, we'll finish it up for today. You know, even the word matrix, a lot of people, you've heard me say this before, the word matrix, a lot of people, they use it almost in like a derogatory sense where, where they basically say like, oh, you know, the matrix of society, it's keeping us chained and stuff like that. And I understand where they're coming from. That's not wrong. However, the word matrix, again, literally meaning system actually comes from the word matriarch and the word matrix before the movies even existed in its own right, literally means womb. So if we are in a quote unquote matrix, which we are in some system or another, we are also in this womb. And, and so if we are in this womb, then it gets very exciting because what do wombs do? They birth, they birth something. So what is this matrix birthing? This matrix is birthing souls. This matrix is birthing consciousness. This matrix is birthing experiences that will help it see more of itself. So for me, that becomes a very exciting thing. And that's why, again, I think <clears throat> even within the, the the great TikTok awakening of 2020 to see so many people naturally opening up their minds to this, to this reality, to this possibility, to this question, because that's the thing. It's not even like it's the question that drives you, Neo. It's not even like the, the, the truth is in the question. It's not necessarily in the answer. It's, it's through the quest the question, the quest I on that you eventually begin to discover the truth that has always been inside of you, whatever that truth may be. So it's been amazing within the past year to see so many people opening up their minds to the possibility of this simulation. And it just goes to show how many viral videos there have been on TikTok talking about this, where a lot of people are, are just kind of now shifting into that realm of possibility where they're just like, you know what? that's not too far-fetched. Maybe that might be the case. And honestly, based on the alternative, where in some cases it's just like, well, it's either that or it's almost 
kind of simpler and kind of boring not to say it is boring but it's like man if we open up the possibility that this reality is a simulation then we are also opening up to the possibility that there is a lot of excitement still to discover and that's the way i choose to see it i am still learning what this reality is i acknowledge that it's not quite what it appears to be i don't fully know what it is however like you i am seeking i am learning from experience i'm taking knowledge and inspiration through through things i can come across through having conversations with my friends being here with you guys and together we build a bigger picture and thus in turn deepen our relationship with it and deepen our relationship as 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 god consciousness soul spirit whatever you want to call it and really allow ourselves to at the end of the day land at home in a place of gratitude where it's like whoa I don't fully understand what this reality is. However, I am grateful to be able to live within the mystery of it and, and to be able to experience the joys and the bliss and the uncertainty and the magic and the journey of being able to grow within it and to be birthed through it, so to speak. So again, there are layers to this and, and, and we just invite each and every single one of you here to, as with any of these paradigm shift circle discussions, continue this go ask your friends ask them like literally ask people who may not be quote-unquote spiritually awakened and ask them see what they have to say because i think within each and every single one of us there is a knowing whether or not we fully give ourselves permission to to open ourselves up to that knowing it's inside of us there is a spark inside each side each and every single one of us where if you ask them the right question if you hold the right space every single one of us will be like you know what maybe there is something a little bit different maybe there is something more to this reality than i've been led to believe and and see where that conversation goes and do your best to be able to bring it back to a place of empowerment and excitement and uh yeah it's a very 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 exciting time to be able to see this collective awakening and consciousness and um so grateful for each and every single one of you for being a part of it so with that said I'll conclude us with today's uh, with I'll conclude today's circle again just thanking everyone with so much gratitude for those of you tuned in live on YouTube for those of us who have joined us here uh, within the circle for those of us who were on the circle discussion today you'll find the links for them in the YouTube info so be sure to follow all the creators shout out to Campton Sonny Craig Kristen Mason and Lizzie and yeah be sure to tune in for more Paradigm Shift Circle discussions Wednesdays at 4 p.m. EDT you can check out the recordings on Spotify Paradigm Shift Radio which I encourage you to do there's a lot of good good discussions there that you can go back and check out if you're a little bit new to the community and again feel free to join into our discord server where you can connect into future discussions plus other events happening within the community from our members and feel free to check out the patreon that's where you can join our patreon membership to get further involved with our exclusive community events 11 dollars a month helps support the ongoing creation of these spaces for the community and gives you the additional additional available options and benefits to be able to be in a pretty awesome community and uh yeah to be able to connect with other seekers and conscious creators so with that said we are ready to be able to conclude it here all the links that you need are in the info for this video please feel free to share this with your friends and go continue this conversation talk to some people and yeah go watch the matrix go watch free guy we didn't even talk about free guy that new movie with ryan reynolds go watch the truman show give them references and and yeah just keep Keep asking questions and, and join us back here again for some more paradigm shifting, metaphysical mind and heart expanding discussion within the uh, paradigm shift circle. So with that said, my name is Mystic Spider-Man, Brendan and Skull Babylon <laughs> finishing it off here and uh, ready to be able to, to move about my day and, and to explore more of the simulation together. So I'll, I'll see you out there. As always, keep it shifty, much love and welcome to the future. Thank you guys as always. Have a great day. Peace and love. <laughs>